Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for your favorite day of the week. It's Monday. How's everybody doing? It's Sunday night. I'm tired. I just cleaned my kitchen, just mopped the floor like a good old housewife. And now we're going to talk about housewives. So cheers. I am, I feel like we've gotten to this new thing where I share my drinks with you. So I'm really, I'm a really flavored sparkling water girl. Right now I'm drinking, I think you say, ah, is it, it's A-H-A-A. So is it, ah, like is it, ah, or aha? Anyway, A-H-A, that's what I'm drinking. And it's strawberry and cucumber. It's delicious. Um, I got it at ShopRite. I usually, um... We'll go to Target um, because I'm a poor girl, so, you know, can't afford the lacra anymore. So, like, I get, you know, the store brand. So, I'll go to Target and I'll usually get Good and Gather sparkling water, which is really, really good. Or sometimes I will get the ShopRite brand, Good and Gather. But ShopRite was literally out of their own brand. Good for them. That means it's selling well. So, I got this one today and... It's very refreshing. Again, I maybe should have added a splash of Tito's. That's usually what I do, but I don't have Tito's. So, you know, and it's Sunday. It's already, it's 7.28. It's, so I haven't cooked dinner. After this, I'm going to cook dinner. So, you know, maybe I shouldn't be drunk while I cook. So I'm going to take a little sip and then we're going to get into uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey's recap. It's, it's really good. I, my note taking skills were really good this episode. Very proud of myself. So I think we're going to go through this really quickly. So sit back, you know, if you're driving, enjoy your ride and let's get into it, shall we? Okay. So the episode starts, it's panning over the beautiful water of Tom's River, New Jersey. We're still at the shore. I love this. Maybe again, you know, when Angela was on talked about this, maybe I feel a certain way because I am a Jersey girl and I just understand this and the fact that I live so close to Tom's River, it just feels like home, you know? I'm sure I could drive past their houses. I plan to in the summer because I know they'll be there. So we pan over the water in Tom's River and then we go into the bedrooms. Everyone's getting ready. And, you know, it, we ended on a bang last week and we picked up, you know, with everyone getting ready for dinner because um, we ended with Marge and Jen you know, just throwing insults at each other. So they decided to leave the Gorga house and everyone get ready for dinner. Um, and Bill was putting on Jen's shoes. And I will say, I think I do get a jealousy vibe from Marge. I think she's jealous of Jen. I think she wishes, not saying that she doesn't like being a working woman, but sometimes, listen, 
I consider myself a feminist. I consider myself an independent woman. Does it feel nice if a man can take care of you? Yes, it does. Doesn't mean you're not a feminist. Doesn't mean you're not an independent woman. But for a man to be able to just cater to you. And let me just say this. I don't feel like Jen's husband literally just goes to work and pays the bills. I feel like he's an amazing husband. I don't think he's a Joe Gorga. Not that I don't want to come for Joe Gorga because he is obsessed with Melissa. But like Bill doesn't come off. Robbie just texted me and asked me, is there any food before you start? I'm going to take a pause real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Let's talk about the Jennifer and me. Do you know what I just did? I paused the podcast, ran out, asked Robbie. There is no food, but what do you want real quick? Made him a quick salad. And you know what? Maybe Marge wouldn't understand that. And she doesn't have to. But you know what I understand? I understand that my fiance turns into the Hulk when he's hungry. And there was nothing in there easy enough for him to heat up for himself. If there was like old food, like not old, not old food, I'm not trying to kill the man, but like something I had already made and he could have just popped in the fridge, he wouldn't have. Do you know what I would have heard in there? Things would have been broken. He would have used too much something, too much this. It didn't even take me that long. It probably took me two minutes. Threw some lettuce on a plate, cut up a cucumber, cut up a tomato. And thank God I bought some deli meat today. Cut that up, threw it in. It looks like a an amazing salad. Like salad works. I love salad works. Okay, let's go back to the episode. I just wanted to let you guys know how amazing I am. And Robbie should be so grateful for me. So I am the gen to his bill. Uh Bill was putting on gin shoes. I love that. Um oh I think I talked about Margaret being jealous. Let's get back into that. I I think Margaret wishes I think Joe caters to her, but she has made it clear that like she wants the upper hand and she has that. And sometimes it is emasculating to a man. I think there's a balance of like being an independent woman and like your man knowing you're not with the mess, but also stroking your man's ego at the same time. It's like Marge. I think so. This is what I think. I think Jen and Bill have a balance of both of those things where Melissa and Marge do not in their marriages. And I think that's what they don't like about Jennifer. They don't like that they can't be Jennifer. They're mad that they can't go out and swipe their card and not have to explain it to their husband, that their husband still won't throw it in their faces. Like, I feel like we've never seen Bill throw anything in Jen's face. Again, like, we don't know everything, of course. I'm not saying they have a perfect marriage. But when I compare it to Marge, like, I feel like Marge curses and turns at Joe and, you know, that is just not something that Jen would do. I would also not do that to Robbie in public now. I think uh, before therapy, Jasmine definitely would and has gone off in public. Um, but you know what? We grow and we learn. And maybe, you know, Marge needs to get there. Even though Teresa threw you off, you should have waited till you got home to talk to your husband. Like I said, she did not handle it the best, um, and that is the way it is. Let's move on. So I have down in my notes that Marge's mouth truly is the worst. That's a legit quote in in my notes. I, it's I, I know I feel bad talking about it because I think she was talking like that before she got all her work done. So I don't know if it's just the way she talked. I can't. It's like it's irritating, and I hate to 
I'm sure I'm not the only person that's irritated by it. And I feel bad if like something has happened like tragically to her and that's why her mouth is like that. I don't think it is. Um, but her mouth irritates me. I just wanted to say that. And I also have down that Dolores loves a wedge sandal. Um, I love Dolores. Love my black Dolores. But the wedge sandals, you know, it is, it is fine to bring it out once in the summer or on a vacation. Wearing it multiple times. Just a small heel. You know, a three. There's nothing bad about a three to four inch heel. And sometimes a sandal. I get it. Like you're around Teresa and Melissa who live in a heel. So you feel like you want to be tall, but maybe she can't do the heel thing. So she does the wedge where she's more comfortable. Totally understand it. I love a thick heel. That's my favorite thing about fall and uh, winter is the block heel that that came back because I'm not good in heels. Uh, my balance and I'm a big girl. So it's a lot to hold up on a small little heel. Just wear a sandal. Just don't even wear a sandal. That's all I want her to do. I just want her to wear a regular flat sandal because I can't see another um, sandal wedge. I just can't. It's taking me back to a very dark time that was called 2008 and 2009. And I don't wish to go back there. I wish to stay in the present. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, so they go to dinner all together. They all get, you know, they shower. They redo their makeup. They redo their hair. For some reason, Jackie did not redo hers. It is what it is. The tracks, the hair. I understand. And again, um, Jackie, I am a black woman. So I totally, totally understand everything that you're going through. It is a very hard time to keep the hair right for the summer. A ponytail. Some gel. Hairspray. Say it with me. Hairspray. Uh, uh, um, a bun. A braid, if you will. I'm sure Melissa could do a French braid. Dolor Dolores worked in the cell block tango. If she can't give you a badass uh, two French braid pink tails, Margaret, queen of pink tails, can anybody get, like, help her, please? Jackie looks a mess. Like, it's like the the tracks are straight and then her real hair is like curly but it's like and then it's the wind is blowing and it's showing the track it doesn't come off as a season three housewife it's very season one no money um and i don't appreciate it and i just want her to do better because you can't be on this luxurious show that is supposed to be about money and your hair can't even lay right. I know we all have our problems, but it's been multiple episodes. It's been at least two to three episodes where your hair has not been okay. And I can no longer handle it. If I have to wake up and do my hair every morning, so does Jackie. And I have more hair than her. And all mine is real. So. Okay. They go out to dinner. They let them know that they cannot sit. Um, I think they're a table. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it's six. Um, it's six girls, six guys. So all together, that is 12. Yay me for the math, right? Yeah, that's 12. Um, so they let them know that they cannot sit them together at a big table because of COVID. They can only sit eight people to a table. So the guys decide to all sit together as the women decide to all sit together. The guys are happy about it because they are done with the women. They've had enough. They're fed up. They don't want to hear about um, Marge and her book. They don't want to hear about Jen. They don't want to hear about Jackie and Evan. They don't want to hear about Teresa and the pineapple. They're done. They're over it. They want to move on, as do I, as do the viewers. Um, so they all sit separately. They're very happy. 
they're all talking and having a good time and then literally like the ladies start going in and Jen and Marge start going back at it and I will say that Jen low-key kind of not Jen I'm sorry Marge kind of comes at Jen about basically being a stay-at-home mom and what I don't understand is that the show is called Housewives the definition of a housewife honestly let me look it up for you guys because I don't want to um but my definition of a housewife would be a rich stay-at-home mom no housewife definition a married woman whose main occupation is caring for her family managing household affairs and doing housework so that is the definition of a housewife and that is the name of the show that they are on and yet Marge is coming at Jen because she is a married woman whose main occupation is caring for her family managing household affairs and doing housework so what I'm confused about is, does Marge know what show she's on? I get it. She feels attacked because um, Jen came for her. But like, it's not going to stick, Marge, because literally the show is called what Jen does for a living. So hmm. technically, Jen is the only housewife because Therese is not married. Uh, Dolores, you know, she's juggling between her ex, bringing him everywhere and uh, David the doctor. Marge's husband can't even fix her house, so I know he's not fixing other people's. I don't even think he works anymore. Um, no, I think Jackie's a housewife. Does Jackie work? She and Jackie stood up for Jen, and Jackie in her confessional not in person. And that's why I don't like have the bosses stick up for Jen. You can still be friends with Margaret, but you can tell her when she's wrong. She just yelled at you two nights ago for coming for her husband, so you can yell at Marge. It's fair game at this point. Um, but Jackie said, I used to be a stay-at-home mom. Before I went back to work. But what does Jackie do? Is she still writing a blog? Because right now that's virtual. That's working from home. So technically she's still a housewife. Um, Melissa was a housewife. So she understands. She has envy uh, now. And you know she goes to fashion week. We'll get into that. Um, and then yeah. And Teresa doesn't have a man. So I mean. Jen is the only real housewife. So we can get into that. So they go back and forth. Um, I just don't think, and this is no shade because again, we've talked about this. We're like, I don't really want to be a mother, um, but I will be one, but, uh, it really doesn't feel like it's ingrained in me. I think I'm not saying that Marge was a bad mother. I learned this in therapy. I used to think that there were, because I feel like in my head that my mom is a really, really great mom. I consider her to be a good mom in my head. And I always see myself as being a bad mom because I don't think I would be like my mom. My therapist let me know there's no such thing. Um, so I'm here to tell you that and relay that information. So basically is I'm not saying that Marge is a bad mom, but I don't think Marge was a very hands-on mother. She seems to have a lot of issues with her kids. She doesn't really talk to them right now. I don't know what happened. We didn't see it. Can't comment on it. Can't talk about it because I don't know. Um, so I think that speaks to a lot about how she reacts to someone who really truly puts being a mother First, I don't think you have to do that. I That's not something I would personally do. Um, I can say that right now. I don't have kids, but I don't feel like I would be that type of mother. So I'm not judging Marge for, but I would never judge another woman. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you think, to, I think that's a very hard job. That's why I wouldn't want to do it because I don't think I can handle it. I'm not, I, I don't think I would be good at it. And maybe that hurts Marge's feelings. Maybe she doesn't really feel deep down inside that she was actually good at being a mother or didn't do it the best way that she could have. Um, and she looks at Jen and because Jen puts it so 
you know, puts it top priority for her. She can't understand that or she wishes she could go back and do that, but she can't, you know, it's a therapy therapy with Jasmine. Strawberry cucumber is amazing. Um, so they go back and forth. The men are kind of over it. And then somehow Melissa and Joe Gorga, like whatever this little thing they cooked up for their storyline, they start um, going back and forth. Melissa was like, oh, you didn't order us a drink or whatever. And Joe was like, no, you're independent. You can do it. I think I wrote it down. Oh, wait, I do have this. Teresa called octopus. Octopussy. I have no comment. It, But what I will say is she's a national treasure and we need to hold on to her as long as we can. Because when I tell you, I like I had to rewind because I was so confused because I wasn't sure if like I heard it wrong because again, I was taking notes. So I wasn't sure if I heard her wrong. And no, she literally said, they were like, oh, do you want octopus? And she's like, yeah, I have some octopussy. And she like didn't even flinch. And I love Jen because Jen... I feel like me and Jen would be great friends. I'm obsessed with her. Jen goes, yeah, give her some octopusy. Like, Jen just plays into it. She's obsessed. I was watching one of the after shows, um, and Dolores said that she thinks Jen likes to entertain Teresa. I don't think that Jen likes to entertain Teresa. I just think she, she enjoys Teresa. How can you not? I think if you get past, like, saying, like, oh, Teresa's so stupid, and she says these dumb things, and you just, like, enjoy her for her, it's a good time to have. It's just like, how can you not laugh at the things that come out of her mouth? Because they are so ridiculous. So instead of getting upset, enjoy it and laugh about it and move on. And I think that's what Jen's all about. And that's why I love her. Um, so yeah, Joe Gorga and Melissa start to pretend fight. Um, and he basically kind of said that she flirts with everyone because um, she was like, why didn't you buy us a drink? Oh, yeah, like buy us a drink. And he was like, oh, yeah, Teresa, when you called me and said that like she was flirting with the guy in Lake George and they were like, what are you talking about? And Melissa was drunk because I could tell because she like looks at you. She goes, did you hear what my husband said? He said, what about Lake George? And like her neck was going all crazy. And I was like, oh, girl, you how many drinks have you had? Calm down. But I love it. Um. I didn't know what was happening there, but it also was so fake. Like the acting, like Melissa, sweetie, they're never going to put you on general hospital. This is terrible. We need to do better. I would rather watch you lie about a sister that you don't have and take a 23andMe test than watch this. It was painful. Um, and then they go back and forth a little bit. I really don't remember it and I didn't take notes on it because I thought I know what I was. Then they walk to the car. Melissa apparently left Joe at the check-in stand and walked to the car because she said she was the host. I didn't understand her reasoning. She could have just been like, oh, I would have like, if if I got, if I walked to like, we have this big van and I got into it before Robbie and he was like, hey, why didn't you wait for me? I would have been like, I have heels on and my feet hurt and I was walking. I thought you were behind me. First of all, I'm always 10 steps ahead of Robbie. I am like, what's that guy on that cartoon whose feet, I'm like, the Tasmanian devil. Like, my feet are always moving. And Robbie is Franklin. He's the turtle. He, I'm always 10 steps ahead. And sometimes he gets mad. And I'm just like, well, then you need to walk faster. It just is what it is. I had to teach him in the city. He used to be like, you're walking too fast. I'd be like, no, you're walking too slow. We need to move. We need to go. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I would just be like, I got into the car because I wanted to. I felt like she was like, I'm the host. Like, host for what? The car? I didn't understand. Like, was it because she got the Uber? I didn't think it was an Uber. I don't think Uber does vans like that. Like, those big vans. 
that was for the that was through uh bravo so i don't understand her reasoning i felt like she already like i don't know what kind of marriage they have but like she was already nervous and acting stupid like she was like uh, uh, I, I i'm the host i had to you had to get in the van first because you're the host no just say that your feet hurt girl i know how you feel you want to run to the car you have time to wait at no checkout stand i want to sit down i'm tired we've been filming all day we've been in the hot sun we've been fighting i've thrown cheese i'm tired joe i've done a lot um, so then he was like, my wife doesn't even wait for me. We used to be so obsessed with each other, blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, oh, you are so high maintenance. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And then freaking Marge chimes in, Joe, Joe, let me tell you. Like she, she, she didn't even know that you were upset. She doesn't even know. Marge, shut the flip up. Nobody, I can't stand when another person gets involved in a couple. I don't like that. If two people are arguing, unless like it's getting, it's about to get physical, I don't get involved. It's none of my business what you two are talking about. Because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to chime in and then my girlfriend is going to be like, nobody asked you to chime in. And then now me and my girlfriend are fighting because I thought I was doing the right thing. Nope. If my girlfriend needs me, she'll give me a look. She'll, you know, put her hand out. She'll tap me in. She'll let me handle it if she needs me. You don't need to involve yourself where you don't need to be involved. Again, therapy by Jasmine. I don't understand how hard that is. So... Then they get back to the house. And Melissa's like, you're so high maintenance. I can't. He needs ego stroked, whatever, whatever. They get back to the house and then she's pretend crying. Joe is pretends to be upset. He goes, sits outside by himself. The guy's going like, what's the issue? No one under, everyone thought Joe was wrong. And I will say, I think the fight is fake. But at the same time, they've had this fight before when she first started Envy. And he was like, you need to be home and you need to have meals cooked for me. You know what I mean? So I feel like... Yes, they like put on a little bit, but there's some truth in what he's saying. Like he really feels this way. This wasn't like a fake fight. It was really how he felt, but they weren't really fighting about it because he's made this known before. So it kind of also felt like you guys didn't even give us a new storyline. It's kind of a storyline we already had, you know? So then he comes up to the room and I don't even know what they talked about. What did I say? Joe's very upset. Oh, I wrote that. Oh, this is what he said. I would I, I wrote down some quotes because, you know, sometimes it's important to go back to the episode for what they exactly said. He said, I would like my wife to wait for me. And I, I appreciate the honesty, but also, no, it wasn't that deep. It was literally like a two-second walk. You'll be okay, Joe. Um, I also wrote down that Melissa looks like a, bra a broke down J-Lo. You know, I say that with love because she does that nose job and then she had the ponytail and we know j-lo loves a tight ponytail again jackie should take cues from melissa it's very obvious melissa's hair does not do well in the jersey heat so she puts her hair in a ponytail at night and sometimes during the day i don't understand why she can't tell her friend jackie like that's how i know that these people aren't really friends there's no way i would let my friend walk out like that anyway that's not the point so she also claimed that like Joe doesn't understand because her life has changed so much and that um, she used to be able to cook. She she was like a stay at home mom. She was like a Jennifer. Like she stayed at home. She cooked dinner. She was all about her husband, whatever he, she did say that. And that was very telling. She said, whatever he told me to do, like if he told me to stay there or go there. And I was like, girl, you are not a dog. That was a little sad and upsetting. I didn't like to hear that. Um, as fake as it was, as fake as the storyline is, I don't believe she was lying about that, you know, he tells her, he 
well, he still thinks that's a thing, but like in the beginning of their marriage, he used to tell her what to do and where to go and things like that. And that's not a marriage. And then when he like, I don't like that he tries to put a bad rap on Nono, our beloved uh, Nono, and be like, that's what my father, I just watched my father. I didn't get that vibe from Nono. He was a very loving and sweet man. And not that Joe isn't very loving and sweet, but you know, sometimes he can be a little nasty. Um, and she claimed that it's hard for him to understand because she knows she has red carpets and she's always out. She also said that she goes to fashion week and she has shows. Melissa, what shows are you going to be in? I want to Google Melissa. I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up Melissa Gorga at fashion week. Melissa Gorga fashion week. I've never seen her at a real high end show. Let's see. Images. Hmm. Melissa Gorga. Runway debut. These dresses are disgusting. So where'd she walk? At New York Fashion Week in 2020. Oh, February 2020. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't yet. Ryan. Petras. Never heard of him. So nobody. But she said she like, goes to Fashion Week like she sits. I don't, besides that one thing in 2020, don't see her. I see her at her uh, MV shows. That's not, that's not fashion. Oh, she attended, okay, she attended a Bulgari New York fashion editorial party. Okay, okay. That's really all. Oh, she left a Rebecca Minkoff presentation. Okay, 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 okay. She's been, okay. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I stand corrected. She has been to some shows. What is this? Oh, okay. I see her and Teresa sitting front row. Where are they? New York Fashion Week fancy outfits. Where are they? Teresa and where are they? Tell me where you are. They won't. They won't tell me where they are. But it's a picture of Melissa and uh, Teresa sitting front row. I don't. You know, I'm not seeing her anywhere else. Fifth annual Fashion Week. OK Magazine's fifth annual Fashion Week celebration. OK, so she goes to Fashion Week parties. There's a difference, Melissa. But, you know, I stand corrected. She has been to things around Fashion Week. She she goes to Fashion Week. Happy for her. Love that journey. Um, she also says she was 24 years old when she got married. The, that is very young. And let me say this. Now I'm going to get serious. For, oh, drop my water uh, for a second. 24 is very young. Sorry, I took a sip of water. Um... And I do, and now I understand the marriage and the dynamic. They also, you know, they're very old school Italian, his mindset. She also said that. But what I will say is 24 is very young. I think I graduated college at 23. To me, like I'm 27, I'm going to be 28 this summer. That hurts to say, but I still feel like a child in many ways. So at 24, I could not be a wife. I don't think anyone should be a wife at 24. I don't care how mature you think you are or how ready you think you are. You should not be a wife at 24 because you don't even know who you are. 
Do you know the different stages that I've gone through since 24? Do you know the, the, the way my mind has changed, the things that I've wanted, the things that I've said, the things that like my mindset, the way I speak, the way I act, things that upset me, things that make me happy. Like life has gone in so many different directions since I was 24. So that's crazy to me that she got married at 24. Insane. And what was next? She also told Joe, this is the best you're going to get. I love that she said that. To let him know. Because he forgets that he's a fat meatball. It's like Melissa can do 10 times better than you do. She's low-key settling. No, I'm just kidding. But low-key she is. Um, also, when he was sitting... Oh, wait. I'm moving too fast. Sorry. So they go to sleep. They all wake up. And of course, they're all talking about it again in the morning. Like, oh my God, I can't believe John Melissa. Da, da, da. I think it's because, you know, uh, his father's thing is today. Um, his little, like, they did like the little memorial service. And she was like, I think he's just all upset. Blah, 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 blah. And then Joe is sitting outside. Melissa goes for a bike ride also. Love that. You know, to clear her head. And then Joe is sitting outside in a Givenchy flip-flop. Like a, a slide, basically. Be more of a douche. But also, can you buy me a pair? <laughs> I would love if she's when she's like. So, love that. Um, then they all get ready. Joe was a kind of talk, but I didn't write any notes about that. So, I don't really remember what they said. But they ended their little stupid little fight. And they were just like, you know, let's. he was like, I'm so sorry. First, he apologized to everybody. And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they were like, let's walk out. Let's let them talk. And then they talk. And him and Melissa are like, I don't even know what they were saying. She was like, I don't want to fight with you. And I don't want you to look like an asshole every time we go out. And it was like, girl, he yelled at you. You guys got into one fight out. You guys never get into fights out. Like, relax. I don't think that's going to happen every time. Like, she's so dramatic. So then they agree to, like, disagree and go their separate ways. And she's like, today's for your father. Let's just enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. So then they all go out to lunch. They meet up with, you know, the rest of the cast, which is Jen, Bill, Frank, Dolores, and Teresa. Again, they have to sit at two separate tables because they are too big. So I think it was Dolores... Marge, oh, I'm drawing a blank. I think the first table was, I'm doing it how I saw seating. Dolores, Marge, Frank, Melissa, yeah, Joe B, and then Joe Gorga. And the second table was Teresa and Jen, Bill, Jackie, and Evan. And... Joe's phone keeps going off and Melissa's like oh my god my husband's phone is going off what is this and he walks away with Frank and she's like oh my god someone is blowing him up and then she looks at it and it says realtor Giselle and she's like who is this in her confessional room she was like I'm like who is realtor Giselle and when she picked up she picked up the phone um someone hung up it was also so obvious Frank was literally like on his phone texting under the table and Joe was like smiling at him it, again this was also a setup like we all knew this was real and then she's like, you're not going to get me, motherfuckers. And they're like, huh? And like all the girls are like, what are you talking about? She's like, if you want me to think that my husband's cheating on me, it's not going to happen. And all the girls were like, what the hell? One is going on and two are you talking about? 
Like, what? And then Joe's like, no, no, the ladies know nothing about it. And Bill was like, I told you your wife wouldn't fall for that. I'm like, oh, guys, the acting is so bad here. Bill, why, how did you, how did my sweet Bill get involved in this? I have no idea. Um, it was a terrible joke. I, could, I didn't even feel, I didn't even, like, did I write a note on it? That's how, like, I didn't even believe it for a second. Uh, oh, I wrote in caps, who is Realtor Giselle? With a question mark. Joe and Frank, tech, these are my notes. Joe and Frank texting under the table. Because it was so obvious. After I wrote, who is Realtor Giselle? I wrote, Joe and Frank are texting under the table. It was so very obvious. I was like, this is so painful that they couldn't even carry it on for another second. They ended it and then they were fine. And then in his confessional, Joe was just like, oh, I love to see my wife jealous. Like, he feels, I think he did that. Like, he is so, he hates not getting attention. That's really, really sad. Like, can you imagine being, like, that crazy? He seems like someone that, he seems like one of those men that, like, if Melissa went missing, we would all have to know that he killed her, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, so the next, they all go, they all go away. Now the dog's barking. Great. They all go back. They get ready for no-no service. Um, that was basically the end of the episode. Um, all the kids come. And I will say that Gia's um, little, like, eulogy was beautiful. Um, so beautiful. I was touched. I thought I was going to cry, but I didn't. And I'm on my period, so I'm very shocked that I did not shed one tear. But it was very, very sweet. Um, and I would love for my grandchild to, I would love anyone to say something that nice about me. Um, she really loved her grandfather. It was, we all knew that. Um, I love when they do flashbacks of the black and white. It's such a tribute. It's so beautiful. Um, what else happened before we close out? Nothing really. Everyone looked gorgeous. Um, oh, I thought it was very classy that Jen and Bill brought, um, like a beautiful little painting um, of their parents. I thought that was very, very sweet. Um, she has class. They tried to come for my Jennifer, but she has a lot of class. She's a very sweet girl. Um, and that's really all that happened this episode. It wasn't that impactful. It was mostly just about no, no service. I'm talking about like he was my grandfather, but it was about his service. And then Melissa and Joe's fake storyline. Nothing really happened, um, but you know, it's still, I will say, even though we're having these, like, less, less impactful episodes with, like, less drama, like, we didn't even need Melissa and um, Joe's fake storyline. Like, it was just nice to see them going out to dinner and having fun, going out to lunch and talking and getting along, besides, like, the little Marge and um, Jen thing in the beginning, but they didn't talk about that after that, so... I don't mind these little episodes in between that are just like kind of fluff and it's nice. And we already had no, no service at the end. So I didn't think we needed the fake storyline from Joe and Melissa. So I don't know who told them to do that. But besides that, it was a great episode. I would give it a 7 out of 10 only because of the fake storyline. Besides that, it would have gotten an 8. 8.5, if you will. So that wraps it up for this reality recap. I'm sorry I did it as quickly. And if it feels a little staticky and a little crazy, I'm very sorry. I'm tired. It's now 8.15 because I had to pause so many times and I had to make my husband, well, my future husband, something to eat because he turns into the hawk. So, you know, pray for me. Maybe I'm low-key married to Joe Gargo. Who knows? Love you all. Have a beautiful week. Until next time.
And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.